Are you ready? Oh yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 152. I'm your host, Tyler Singh. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, I'm joined by our co-host. Let's start with Graham. Graham, how's your week been? Uh, my week has been quite well. Uh, you know, just working away at work. Nothing too exciting going on. I played a little bit of video games. Nothing too intensive. Basically, I basically got my three that I've been playing right now. It's been... Uh, Overcooked 2, just popping in every once in a while, just working towards the achievements. It's actually the highest achievement score I've gotten in a game in a long time. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. And without getting in any achievements, I've been playing uh, Pokemon Let's Go uh, Eevee on the Nintendo Switch. Still working my way through that. I want to get that game beat. I'm pretty close to the end now. I think we're taking the Elite Four. Really not sure what I'm in for right there. They say you need to be pretty high leveled. And I'm getting to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm getting tired of grinding and stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. Let's get this going, right? So I'm hoping that I have enough Pokemon leveled up high enough that I can like take on that relatively easy. And other than that, I've been playing a little bit of Diablo. Um, that game's always fun to get in there and just work on leveling up your character and just getting some yeah. killer moves and uh, kicking some butt, you know. So, Graham, what's Other your achieve, yep, what, what are your what's your achievement score on uh, or gamer score for um, Overcooked? I think it's eleven hundred. It's it's past a okay. thousand. Nice, very nice. So with the DLC, it's got me over that hump. Cool. All right. Well, sounds good. Uh, let's say hi to Steven. Uh, you know, hi, Steven. Steven's feeling. A little under the weather today. It is that time of year. Allergies rear their head, and it is spring. So, as Stephen let us know yesterday. But how oh, are you? I did. Oh, you know, I feel like it maybe it's karma or something. Um, <laughs> you know, I apologize. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna be my normal chipper self, as it were. You know, positive uh, person I, I am. Yeah. Um, I haven't really played much. I mean, it's been so much school. We did play a little bit of the Division Two, Tyler, and uh, you probably had more fun with that than I did. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, I, it's it's something with shooters. I think I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but I did not enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping uh, later this weekend I get to play a lot of Sekiro, mm. and. And I think I'll uh, I'll be enjoying that a little bit more, hopefully. Um, and then you know the show comes out, and I'll have baseball, so that'll be fun. But yeah, I haven't really played much, and yeah, it's gonna be a. a <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> you know, I, I do get spring break though, so coming up here shortly. So I'm hoping to get a couple more hours of gaming in during that than I have been. But we'll see. Right. How are you, Tyler? Yeah, I'm yeah. decent. Uh... Uh, I haven't played a ton either, but I did play. We played some Diablo last weekend and got through, I don't know, a little bit of that. Steven, you and I did. And, I mean, the uh, game's fun. It's a good time. Um, what also, classes did you guys choose? Um, what did I choose, Steven? Uh, <laughs> you chose the Barbarian, I think. Yes, I did. And that was the you? Wizard. You're the Wizard? Always. The best one. Mm-hmm. But also Division 2. You know, I I don't know what to say. Like, it's good. It's fun. It, well, actually, I can't What more say, do you want? <laughs> no, I mean, okay, so let me rephrase. It's I get that it's good and really fun for a lot of other people. I just can't say I'm experiencing the same thing myself. Well, I'll put it that way. It's definitely not a bad game. It's not. It's not that I'm not playing it for a long time because it's broken or anything like that. It's not. It is yeah. a little spongy. Like, it takes a lot to bring some of these guys down. Um, that is something that I'd like to see tweaked a little bit. Just a little, not a ton. But uh, I, I can say, I, I know I'll play more of it, but I don't think that I'll uh, I'll do it for more than, like, two hours at a time. Okay, you know? so let me ask you this mm-hmm. question. When we played The Division 1, mm-hmm. uh, we were enjoying it, things were good, and then we went into the Dark Zone, and... We 
hated it. We like oh yeah. Like this I was before it. it got all updated and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. we did not enjoy it, did not have a good time. Now, my question is, did you go into the dark zone nope. yet in division nope. two? No, we're not is even high enough level yet. You're gonna try to avoid? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean we're not high enough level yet to get into Dark Zone though. I think you have to be level ten. So oh, okay. yeah, we're not we're not uh that far. And it's you know, the the missions are fine. The the world is beautiful. The world's really cool. Like no doubt about that. I'm enjoying that part. It's just uh I I don't know why it's yeah. not making me want to play more. Are so, you like seeing a big difference between Division One and Division Two or is it basically the same yet. thing? Not yet, but I haven't played enough of it yet to say. Okay. To be fair to the game. You know, um I, I don't wanna be that guy that's played it for like six hours or five yeah, hours yeah. and then say it's the exact yeah. same thing because it's not. I I don't know yet. And from everything I'm hearing and seeing from other people that have played a lot more of it, they're saying no, it's it's so much better. Okay. But yeah. So but yeah, that that's my division experience. I too am really look forward to playing the show next week. And uh, you know, getting into that, I think I just go through phases where I just want certain types of games. And having just played Anthem, sort of a loot shooter, yeah, I don't know if Division Two was the right game to go into right after that for me. So we'll see. But uh, but yeah, other than that, my week's been pretty good. Steve, That's good. All right, all right. So a reminder, everyone, head on over to the XboxHub.com. Uh, we are the official podcast of the Xbox Hub. And at, at the xboxhub.com, you can find all the latest and greatest in Xbox news, reviews, opinion pieces, all that in the world of Xbox. Uh, we'd love to have you come join our community. The easiest way to do that is to head on over to Twitch at TXH Gaming Hub. And you can drop a follow there. And then you could uh, get links to Discord, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our email, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Uh, but if you don't like Twitch, you can go to Facebook at the Gaming Hub forums. And also, you can get links to everything else. And we'd love to have you join Facebook and Discord. They're the easiest way to be in touch with other members of the community, get games going. There's a lot of fun conversation going on there at all hours of the day. If you're not necessarily in the uh, the American time zones, there's people all around the, the, the world in there. So you can yes. get conversations going at what is three in the morning for me? And there's a lot of people that are still up. So good, good on that. Um, and then finally, you can head on over to Twitter at TXH Gaming Hub. Drop a follow there and see all the fun stuff we tweet. Again, so if you like the show and you want to help support us, we really appreciate that. It helps us do a lot of things like better giveaways, get better equipment. We are headed to E3 in just a couple of months. And that will also help cover travel costs and equipment costs and all that type of stuff there as well. But a couple different ways to do it. First on Twitch, Steven mentioned earlier, TXH Gaming Hub. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a free Twitch Prime sub to use every single month. If you choose to spend that on us, we'd really appreciate it uh, more than you know. If not, use it on somebody. Help them, you know, get better and achieve their goals on Twitch. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash gaming hub. And for as little as $2 a month, you get bonus content. For as little as $5 a month, you're entered into a monthly giveaway for patrons only for $60 in gift cards to the game console of your choice. We'll be doing that giveaway for March tonight. So... If you're in Twitch live listening to us, you got a little bit left to, a little bit of time left to go. Get in on that. Otherwise, get in on it. So you're at your end for the month of April. But uh, yeah, would really appreciate your support there. Anything you can do helps out a ton. Grim. Yes, and like I said, we are a podcast. We are streaming on Twitch right now uh, for some people. Uh, other than that, we do. Uh, we are on other platforms. You can listen to us on uh, from your Apple through podcasts. And whatever uh, other app you guys choose, there's tons of apps out there, and they're forever expanding and growing. So it's always nice to try other ones to see if you like them better. Uh, some apps will help us a little bit, not much, but we get a little like three cents, which adds up once we get three million people. You know, start making good money. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you about these apps. One of these apps is Radio Public. Now, basically, you download it, and it's all your favorite apps go on there, and as new ones come out, they'll be on there, and you'll listen to just a little advertisement just at the beginning. Uh, it's just the 20, I don't even know how long. It's not very long at all. It's not like you're like, wow, this is a long uh, long advertisement. So, yeah, you can check us out on uh, Radio Public, and another one is uh, Dash Radio. Now, this is a streaming app, so basically it don't have like the list, and you get to pick which one you want to go through. It's basically just constantly streaming other video game podcasts. 
Now, this is Dash Radio, so there's like some music ones like that. But if you're looking for a video game podcast and our podcast, you would go to their multiplayer channel. And like I said, our podcast and many other ones is on a continuous rotation. Uh, it's usually up to date. Sometimes he, the misses one there, but it, it catches on thereafter. So appreciate you guys going on there. And if you like what you're hearing through whichever platform you choose, then why don't you give us a five-star rating and uh, give us a comment. Uh, Tyler usually reads them on, on the air, so you know that we actually read them, and we do care what you guys contribute to us. So thank you guys, and hopefully you guys continue listening. Whichever platform you choose, whether it's Android, Apple, it doesn't matter. L Linux, you know, that's out there too. So uh, thanks, <laughs> yeah. everyone, and uh, <laughs> take it away, Tyler. All right, thanks, Graham. Yeah, and no if uh, if you read a review for the show, chances are we read right here on an episode. So uh, listen for that if you take the time to to write and give us five star review. So we thank you in advance if uh, if you're going to take time to do that. All right, guys, let's get into news. In the news and GDCs this week, there was some big news this week coming out of there. Google announced their Stadia gaming platform at GDC. It has no hardware. There's no box behind this. They're talking about 4K and 60 frames per second. And they boast that Stadia is more powerful than the PS4 and Xbox One combined. And the way how they got there is they're talking, I think that they said, what, 10.7 um, teraflops versus the Xbox One X is 6 and the PS4 is, what, 4.2 for yes. the Pro? So that's how they arrive at that. They... You can take games from basically tablet to phone to TV. It'll remember where you were in the game and left off, and it'll just start you up there when you move on to another device. No waiting for the game to download because it is all streaming. And finally, Jade Raymond is heading up their first party game studio. We talked about her last week or the week before as she was leaving, or as she had just uh, signed on at Google. She had left earlier in the year. Signed on at Google to... Uh, do something as a VP to do something with gaming. Now we know what that is. She's going to run their first party studio. So guys, thoughts on this? Like, is it impressive? And is it for you? Are you going to get it? Okay. So impressive? Yes. To, to a degree. It's not like mind altering, blowing or whatever. Uh, am I going to get it? You know, I, I'm curious. So you're saying, am I going to get it? What is get it? Am I paying a subscription for it? Like, is it the controller that does everything? Like, I think it's a cool concept. And they're talking about, oh, you're not, you're not tethered to that controller. Like, you can use your PlayStation controller and you can use your Xbox. And it's talking about how it's going to be cross-play and stuff like that. But we don't know to what extent of being cross-play. But me personally, it doesn't have, like, a lot of appeal to it. Like, I might just get it if it's, like not that expensive just to try it out but like i have a nintendo switch and that's something where okay i can be sitting at home playing it on my console and stuff like that but if i want to go somewhere i can just pick up the switch and take it with me and i can play that game so i don't necessarily need to carry a controller with me i'm like okay now i'm gonna play it on my tablet or now when i come home i'm gonna play it on my desktop like I get certain games, like uh, I'll say Civilization, for example. Oh, it before the Switch, it was only on like PC, and you couldn't play it on the consoles. So if it's a game like that, then maybe I can see an idea. But I don't see me wanting to play, like take it on the road with me and go other places. And we know that Microsoft is doing something like this along the lines. So. Like, kind of my, my eggs are in that basket. Microsoft and Xbox and stuff like that. I'm not a big PC uh, gamer. Uh, on my tablet, I just play certain games. Like, I don't want to play, for example, Assassin's Creed. Like, I don't need to play it on that. So, I, I get the appeal for other people how maybe they don't have a Nintendo Switch or they don't want a Nintendo Switch or they're just anti-Nintendo for some reason, which they'd be terrible. No. Um, so, yeah, I can see the appeal for people. For me, it's not that massive of an appeal. Uh, cool concept, and I wouldn't yeah. mind trying it out, but I don't want to invest a lot of money into it. Yeah, and I'm with you. We, we, how much does it cost, though? How much is the service? We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know, and, and we've just gotten a launch window later this year, right? It's coming out in 19. 
Uh, Steven, what, what would this need to cost for you to say, yeah, I'm in? Uh, I don't know. Like, I know they have a, um, what's it called? They have a price point, and they're just not ready to reveal it yet. Uh, right, right. Some stuff I read. Um, I, I answer your first question first. Uh, mm -hmm. I think this is awesome. I, I yeah. love the, I, the tech. I think it's going to push gaming further. I don't, it won't happen right away, but this, th something like this, if this is like remotely successful, will eventually wind its way onto, uh, Xbox and PlayStation. And it's already kind of looking like it might come to Xbox sooner rather than later, a different version of this. Right. So, uh, I, I don't think the, the download speed and the upload speed, I think, like, I didn't think it was that big of a, a deal, but I do understand that a lot of people here, especially in America, have data caps, so that sucks, and that's going to you know, cut the user base down a lot because they just won't be able to do yeah. it. Yeah, I but think I, speeds I like... on their own are also still a thing, right? And yeah, you know, for a lot of people that don't live in urban areas. That's true. I, so. I always – like every place I've lived, um, which granted has been – Three of them, but yeah. they've all had the ability <laughs> to get, every um, three places. you know, decently quick internet. Right. Uh, so, and I mean, like, decently, I mean, like, 200 megabits down. Um, mm -hmm. So, I think this is, I think it's cool, though. I, I do, I have had many moments where, like, I'll watch something on YouTube, right? And just to see what a game is like, because I'm not 100% sold, and then I'm watching someone, and then I'm like, I want to buy this. So, I think it's awesome that, you, like, the idea is you can do that right Yeah. Uh, from the you know the service and you can go straight from YouTube download and start playing immediately I don't necessarily know if the picking up right where the the like streamer for instance is in the game I yeah. don't think that's cool uh, or Hopefully, I, I hope it gives the option people. though right I, I hope yeah so I don't know I, I think this is awesome and I, I just like seeing mm. tech advance and yes. so I'm I'm excited to see what this can do I, I'm interested and I'll just go. I'll go from there. But I, I won't be getting it because I don't play on my PC enough. Like I rarely yeah. play on my consoles as much as I used to anymore. So yeah, PC is just out of, like out of my window. Like I can play on it. I have a gaming PC. I could play games on my PC, and I've thought about it. But I just, I just don't have the time. But overall, I think this is cool. I think it's a cool concept. I can see it advancing. I think we're going to get something like this on the Xbox soon. And then PlayStation, if it's successful on on the PC and then on the Xbox, PlayStation will probably look into a streaming type of service as well. So I'll, I'm definitely going to be following what's going on. I just don't know. It's just not for me. I won't be buying it. But I hope it, it's a reasonable price. Like, I think, to me, probably like 15 bucks a month and then... And then how much are games going to cost? Though? Like, that's that's the question. Like, they're, what? Still, they're still going to cost what they cost. My guess is they'll cost what they cost on uh, on the 360, or not 360, the Xbox One or the PS4. Okay, so I don't think it is a matter of buying the games. Uh, I could be wrong. I think it's the service. It's included in service. Because they were saying, like, you could be watching, like, a review or a video on YouTube, and you're like, oh, that's pretty neat. And there's going to be an icon you click on and it's like, start playing now. And then it just loads up and you start playing okay. it. So I, I don't think you actually buy the game or own the game. I think you just have access to all these streaming games. So, so if, but, but here's my concern. And this is the problem is we don't know quite enough yet. Right. But I, I hope it's not something where we're paying for time. Like you're paying for eight hours of play. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that'll yeah. that'll that's that's a no for me. Yeah. Then I, I hope it's not that. I hope it's just a flat rate price and you get the service. But I think the games will be on top of that. Now you won't own necessarily the license to the game, um, because like you can have what's it called on our Xbox Live or PS Plus, and you can stop paying for PS Plus or Xbox Live and still play games on the console, right? But if you stop paying for the service for state, you're not going to be able to play games through it anymore, period. So it'll be interesting to see how they work out the price there. To, to me, though, this is really cool tech. And I think this is where gaming is headed to a degree. I think there's always going to be the option for the physical, you know, disc there. And I don't think the box itself is going away, period, anytime soon on the console front. This is just a different option and a different way to do it. 
the challenge here is how many people are really ready for this? We don't know mm-hmm. yet. Gamers, I mean, let's face it, gamers can be a little stubborn and they, they like what they know. They want what they know. People always, gamers always say, I want something new and innovative, but then if it's too new and innovative, they're mad because it's not what they knew before. Yeah, but mm. I think that's for games. I, I Well, the I Xbox feel like One the Epic... suffered this at Sure, first. but... And with some the of their ideas crowd, weren't that different. The PC crowd, you know, you have the Epic Game Store, right? Launching sure. and being reasonably successful, considering Steam's had basically a monopoly on it. So, a lot of PC gamers have really fast internets. Well, let's, let, let's go back even further, Stephen. When, when Steam started, people were convinced that was going to fail. So, yeah, so you know, and it there'll didn't. People, there'll be people that think this is going to fail, but I think there'll be enough that justifies keeping it around, and then it, it'll probably get better. I think give it a year or two to really see yeah. where where this can can go. Yeah, you know, and, and someone, you can tell they're they're yeah. planning for the future too, because they're talking about that it's going to be up to 8K when that actually becomes something, and it's in the, the norm, and it's going to be up to 120 frames per second. So mm-hmm. it seems like they are future-proofing so i think this is where they might have a little bit of an advantage over say microsoft what if they do something like this like i don't see them hitting 8k streaming i could be wrong like well, maybe so maybe they will, but maybe five years down the road right then when they get it also though if 8k becomes a thing and it and it gets to the point where you know there's majority adoption of it across the market I still have to go buy a new console to do that. Yeah. Yes. You're not going to have to do that here. Yes. They just need to upgrade the tech, and the price will probably go up. But that's fine. That's fair. I mean, yeah. it won't be fine with some people, but I, to me, it's fair. And you don't have to upgrade the tech. You don't have to upgrade any hardware. It's just on their end. So from that standpoint, it's cool, and I think you know gamers will like that. One thing I want to point out before we move on is, in our chat, somebody brought up a great point. Like, if you want the information about this stuff, go watch their presentation. And the reason I say that is because so many people go to, like, YouTube streamers to get the information. And there's a lot of great streamers out there, no doubt about it. But a lot of it's pretty biased, too. And there's a lot of fanboyism at play. So, remember when the 1X was announced, there were a lot of YouTubers that were kind of PlayStation guys... Saying, do we really need six teraflops? Like, this is dumb, you know? And that was kind of their thing. That's not what they would be saying if it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, go to the source for the information. Go watch Google's presentation. It's pretty easy to find. And yes. don't don't get influenced by other people's bias. So, I think it's cool, though. I, I think the tech is great. But, guys, something I found even more interesting... Was Phil Spencer's response to it. And that's our second story. So he supposedly, now this was leaked, supposedly sent out an internal email in reaction to the Stadia reveal. uh, Saying, quote, We just wrapped up watching the Google announcement of Stadia as a team here at GDC. Their announcement is validation of the path we embarked on two years ago. Continuing on, he said... Today we saw a big tech competitor enter the gaming market and frame the necessary ingredients for success as content, community, and cloud. There were no big surprises in their announcement, although I was impressed by their leveraging of YouTube, the use of Google Assistant, and the new Wi-Fi controller. Finally, he also said, there's been really good work to get us to the position where we are poised to compete for 2 billion gamers across the planet. Google went big today, and we have a couple of months until E3 when we will go big. So... Steven, I want to go to you first here, but before I turn it over to you, this, uh, everybody's focusing on him saying, like, oh, they're, they're, we weren't surprised by anything here. I tend to pay just as much attention to what isn't said in stuff like this than as I do to what is said. And what I noticed here is there was no comment or concern about them getting into the market a year before. The new consoles come out. So let me ask you this question, Stephen. Um, what do we know about Halo Infinite? That's a, a release or it's a launch title, right? Yeah. When's it coming out? 
I don't know. We don't know. Because they yeah. haven't said. They haven't said 2020. They haven't said not this year. They haven't said anything. Right? Correct. They're talking about going huge this year. I'm telling you, and I want to see if you agree. I think it's more and more. I'm starting to think more and more. That the new Xbox console is coming out in 2019. What do you think? That would, that would be huge. Yeah. Um, we had kind of been talking about this, right? Like, I thought there was like a 5% chance until I saw this supposed, supposed leaked email, right? And so after that, after I read it, or, you know, yeah, I, I think that went up to like a good 25% chance. And it could be more. I'm... I'm still, like, pessimistic just because, you know... You're the pessimist? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but because, you know, we can never get things we want when we want them. And yes, I want the I new Xbox this year. So, naturally, it'll be, like, next year. Um, so, I, I I do think there's a, a greater than zero chance. And I don't even mean that, like, a little bit. I mean, like, there's a decently... Like, greater than 10% chance. So, we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> you... I hope it does happen. I really do. I think it'll be very good for Xbox if they can launch their new console a year early and have some decent games in the launch window and the following year. And I think they can definitely set the, the how should I put this, the market for next generation. Grant, what do you think? The only thing I can argue against this is that they are putting out Gears 5 this year, and you put out Gears 5 in your Halo game in the same year. That's a problem. Um, I I don't think it's going to happen. I'm with Steve, and I would actually go a little less on percentage. I think it's like 15. But how big of a deal would it be if it did happen? Well, there is one... I mean, I know you said to not put them out in the same the same year, and that's possible. It's possible Halo Infinite... Like, if it came out this year, it could be, like, a spring title next year. Like, a, and give it, like, a four or five months window. But I know you're the, it has to come out in the fall type of person um, with these big No, I'm not. Games. They are. Well, P- PlayStation's proved that it, it doesn't need to come out in the fall to be successful. That's true. Uh, so, but and if they did both come out in the fall, there is one thing that would allow people to play both without having to spend a lot of money. Game Pass. Game Pass, yes. So yes. it could happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will. I want it too much for it to happen. Yeah, that's um, kind of where I am too. I said last night, I'm I'm not going to get like sucked into thinking that this is going to happen because then I'll be disappointed. And I also don't want to go into the E3 briefing this year with such high expectations that, it, that no matter what they do, they can't meet them. That's not fair. Yeah. Right? So... I think there's a chance, though. I also think there's a chance. There's another big game coming that we can't get a release date or even window out of that might be holding on to that. You know, and if this were to come to pass, maybe that's a launch title, too. Ori and the Will of the Wisps? No, Graham. Much no, bigger. Graham. Much Cyberpunk. <laughs> Cyberpunk. I was kidding. <laughs> So, and also, you know, there's the Nintendo thing. They've been very buddy-buddy of late. Yeah. So, what? how's that going to develop? Graham, what, like, sure. how big of a deal do you think this would be? Do you think it's going to happen? Okay, first of all, when I was watching this whole Stadia presentation, the whole thing I was thinking about is, like, how this is going to work with Xbox's system, like the xCloud or whatever. Because basically, kind of how Phil was saying, this is what they showcase and we're talking about the future of xbox was going to have and all that stuff so when i was watching this whole stadia thing i was just visualizing how this would work for xbox and you just brought up about like nintendo and the nintendo switch and i forget exactly how long ago it was it was a few months ago but they actually were streaming uh, assassin's creed odyssey on the nintendo switch over in japan so like the tech is there and the relationship is there now between Microsoft and Nintendo or Xbox and Nintendo or or whatever, vice versa. So this could be something that Xbox is going to incorporate. They're going to actually have the X cloud streaming on the Nintendo switch through Xbox live or whatever. So I can see of that being the partnership between them. 
so which is huge and like and with what phil said it seems like yeah we've been doing this for two years so i i don't know if the they're talking about this is going to be really big for the year and stuff like that as far as the new console this is what i think it's going to be i think they're going to be releasing basically the e3 is going to be centered around the x cloud and what we're talking about and maybe the relationship with nintendo but then it's going to be their streaming console. That is going to be the big focus on it. And I, it'd be nice, and it's really Wait, you mean, the, you mean the one without the disc? Yes. So I'm going to disagree there. I don't think they're going to talk about that at all at E3, or very little. Because it's already going to be on shelves. Yeah, it's, it got a release date of, I think, was it May, May 7th? Like May 9th or May 7th, yeah. May 7th. I, okay. think you're, I think you're right on with everything else. Okay, so let me say this then. Um then it's going to be, I forget the two consoles, which one. The one's more powerful than the other one. Yeah. So I think the least powerful one will be the focus of E3. And then they'll maybe showcase and talk about the big one that's coming out the following year. That's uh, me I, just playing, yeah. saying that it's not going to come out this year. That okay. would be the You're You're probably right, stuff. but I think they're going to show them both this year. I think they're going to, I think they're going to show the best they've got. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll like, show why them would both, you, but why the would you other one will be, coming out, will be coming out before the other one. So you're going to release a lower price point. So just Telegram is a businessman here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're running well, a business. Don't put my business you're, suit here. You're going to release two consoles, but you're going to put out the cheaper one first. So everybody can buy that and then say, I already have one. I don't need the more expensive one. <sighs> well, then you mean now they're going to need to have the big Kahuna one. No, not six months year. later or eight months later or a year later. Graham, they're both coming out at the same time. Yeah, they're coming out the same day. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you're right on with everything else. Okay. Well, I can't be right about everything. So. No, you can't. I'll, I'll, it's okay. I'll, I'll take the ones I'm right for. Only Steven's right about everything. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, no, I, I think you're probably right in the release window with next year being the thing. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if they... You know, on the theme of them and Nintendo being, you know, besties all of a sudden. Them jumping onto the Nintendo train of releasing a new console in March. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah. That puts a lot of strain on developers, though, because then you're, you know, you're releasing for one console in next gen and the other one previous gen. So if you're talking about next March then that will be the three-year anniversary of the Switch. So there's a really good chance that there will be another hardware edition of the Switch. Maybe. So do you think didn't, they'll didn't come out? Did they do a new one last year already, though? Like a little bit upgraded one? No. There was no? no okay. There's only been one. Okay. So what What if they released, like, together? That'd be that'd be crazy. Yeah. The, uh, the Nintendo box? <laughs> The X is that what we're gonna call it? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, Blake just said in chat, there, "There's just no way in hell he sees the next Xbox coming this year." Man, I. Th so I'm gonna tell you, this is this would be the greatest kept secret in gaming in years and years if this is true. I'm purely speculating here. That would be awesome, though. I mean, can you imagine a bigger spoiled. moment at E3 in recent memory? Yeah, you have to go back Phil to... asked me to join the Xbox team. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that. <laughs> but no, you have to go back to 2013 with the whole Sony mic drop conference mm -hmm. to get something that big. So this would be a really big deal. It's possible that it could happen. Now, like I said, I don't think it was. I think there's about a 15% chance, but just wanted to throw it out there. And this is, if they're going to do it, now's the time because Sony's not going to be there. Yeah, I know. It, so, it opens the door for Nintendo and Xbox. It would be smart to do it this year since Sony's not there. Yeah. And you, but, yeah. yeah say, but if you're not ready, though, you can't rush it, though, right? You, you can't rush something that's not ready. Oh, because that never happens with gaming releases, consoles well, or I, games. Well, yes. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't that be a mistake, though, just to do this? Yes, just it would be a mistake. Well, it would be a huge mistake, Graham. You're, you're absolutely right. I just think they look at it and they see a huge opportunity. And 
Their team might have been their team might have come to him and said, I think we can have this done this year. I don't think he'd go and say, I know you need an extra year, but you know, hell with that. Yeah. 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 It's coming out now. Yeah. So I it's possible they came to him. Because remember, that's how backwards compatibility started. His team came to him and said, I think we found a way. And that's how it started. Like he didn't go to them and say, get it done or else, you know. So, it might be one of those things. You never know. Like I said, total speculation. I'm Fingers hoping crossed. it's true. I know. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping it's true. What a cool conference to be at, though, if we're there for that. Yeah. <laughs> if that occurred. So, either way, it's going to be great. Their, their conference this year is going to be really good. Okay. All right, guys. Let's move on from there. Graham, you talked about Nintendo. They announced a bunch of games this week. They did. Cuphead is coming to the Switch on April 18th. Are you getting that? Yes. Did you play it on Xbox at all? Yes. Okay. So you're going to play it a second time? Did you finish it? No. Okay. It's hard. Game is fun, though. Yeah, it's hard, but it's fun. Yep. Now, here's the one I'm interested in. Actually, I'm going to hit this third one first. Nuclear Throne is out right now, which it kind of looks pretty fun, to be honest with you. And, Graham, finally, Cadence of Hyrule, which is a Zelda game. Now, it's not a Zelda proper game, but they, they said it's part of Zelda. I read that today. Really? Yep. Coming this spring. Are you going to get that? And, Stephen, I want to hear from you, because you played, what, what's it called? Um, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yes, which it, it's basically very, very similar to that, right? Yeah, well, yeah. it's the same. It's the same the main character goes now to Hyrule. Okay. And then they, it's, so how it is, it's like, Imagine Dance Dance... No. Uh. So there's music, right? And then you have to move with the beat of the music. And then you have to attack with the beat of the music to get, like, extra coins. And then... But the the enemies only move off of you. So, like, when you move, they move. And it's, it's really cool. Like, it's a cool concept. It's really fun. Especially if you like rhythm games. But it's like a dungeon crawler rhythm game. And it's super... It's difficult. But it's fun, and I, I can't imagine. Like I'm excited because the, the Legend of Zelda music is really, really cool. So I, if they can incorporate that into the game really well, I think we're gonna have a really fun indie title, and I'm excited. And you know, the fact that it comes in the next three, four months, more than likely, hopefully, uh, is pretty awesome. Well, it's saying it's coming this so, yeah. spring, Steven, so it should be yeah. real soon. So, Grandma, are you gonna get it? Okay, so there's been other Zelda titles that hasn't been like a full-blown Zelda game, which I was hesitant. I didn't get. Uh, but they, they all seem to do really well. They appeal to different audience, audiences and stuff like that. Um, I, Steven talked about how much he liked Crypt of Necrodancer. And the fact that it combines that game with Legend of Zelda. Uh, would you guys think this is a $60? It's Nintendo, so it's probably an $80 game. But do you think this will be <laughs> no. a full-price game? No, it'll be $20. Yeah, it'll yeah, be like $20, bucks. yep. Okay, yeah. So I will get this for $20, bucks. sure, why not? And but Graham, I've never you said played... you're not buying any new games until you finish all your older ones. <laughs> so that means, that means you have to buy, <laughs> you have to finish Cuphead on Xbox before you buy it on Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Open mouth, insert foot. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm interested in if I have games completed into buying this game. Um, but no, I've never played this type of game, so I'm interested to see how yeah. well I enjoy it for one. Uh, maybe I'll play Crypt, <laughs> Crypt of the Necrodancer just to see if I like those types of games. Mm. That way it's not as big investment because that game's been out for a while. But yeah, it was cool to see Zelda being announced into it. Um, I I'm, don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how it goes. Graham, will will you dress as Link for at least one day of E3? <laughs> Maybe you know I've thought about going as Link for a Halloween costume many times. So maybe well, I can get a costume. The, the, the surf, surfer double duty. Yeah. 
And I always want to buy a Master Sword, so give me a reason to buy a Master Sword. Steven, do you have to go to all interview appointments with Graham that day? <laughs> Can I be dressed as Zelda? Sure, if you really sure. want to. I'll <laughs> so, maybe like Sheik. Maybe Sheik instead. Okay. <laughs> all right, up next, guys. Konami is turning 50 this year, and they're releasing three collections over the course of the year to, in honor of it. First, we're getting Arcade Classic on April 18th for $20. It's eight games, but it, they announced four of them. It includes Haunted Castle, Thundercross, Typhoon, and Twinbee. Later in the year, early summer, we're getting the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, which will also be eight games, and the Contra Anniversary Collection, which will be eight games as well. I'm kind of interested in the Contra one. You guys for anything? Um, so... Twin B is a game that I played on the NES way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Game was fun. I would just look to play that game for nostalgia purposes. Uh, Castlevania, I've always heard good things about those games. People really enjoyed them. I never got to play them. Uh, I'm kind of like with you, Tyler. Contra, which is a super hard game. I remember I was in college, and uh, I think it was through an emulator. I don't think anybody had an NES with them at the time. But I was watching one of my friends, like, play it and yeah. it was like crazy good like bullet dodging and mm-hmm. all that stuff and it was fun watching him play um it'd be nice to just to see if i got better or if i got worse because i can't get much worse i tell you that much when i first started playing it but uh for like these these games won't be that expensive so these yeah. are great little time killers and stuff like that so I, yeah, I think I mean, it's great that they're putting on a collection, and I'm sure a lot of people will buy it just for nostalgia purposes. Yeah, it's going to be twenty bucks for eight games. You know, I mean, yeah. it's hard to go wrong there. Yeah, exactly. Steven, any interest in any of them? Um, I I guess I would like to see what the Castlevania ones all about. Mm-hmm. I've never actually played a Castlevania game. I played Metroidvania style games and have enjoyed them. So. I've, but I've never actually played Castlevania or Metroid, so... Castlevania used to be a massive game franchise. Like, yeah. it used to be a oh, big yeah. title. Um, I'm curious if it comes... I, I think they announced some of the games that were coming. Uh, mm. But I would like to to see. I, I might give this a go, depending on the price and how bored I am What was the, the What was the Castlevania game that released? What was it, like 2011, 2012... Symphony of the Night, does that sound right? I know that was one that was, there was on. One, and it was bad. Whichever one it was, was pretty bad. And it was really disappointing because I was excited for it. And then it was just not good. So, you know, going back and playing some of the old games, I'm, I might get Castlevania as well. I don't know. I mean, 20 bucks. Like I said, 20 bucks for eight games. Kind of hard to go wrong there. So, finally, guys, let's wrap up news. Bethesda announced their E3 briefing date and time. They're going to be on Sunday again. June 9th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. And this year's theme is Be Together. Any guesses as to what that means? Do you think we're going to see more co-op? Co-op. I was going to say it means come back and play Fallout 76 now that it doesn't (laughs) suck. Graham, you got a question you were asked today in Discord. If you've gone back to Fallout 76. I said maybe maybe going back isn't the right way to put it. Because you didn't really start. You, you know, I don't even think I've played it since the full release. Like, mm-hmm. I played it during the beta days. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I don't want to know how bad it is. But maybe I shouldn't be thinking that way. I think the seed has just been planted in my mind that is just terrible. Mm-hmm. But I have heard good things and people enjoying it. So I feel like, because I'm pretty positive that if other people have enjoyed it, I feel like I will enjoy it. Because I don't have big demands or expectations or it's got to be like this or I'm going to hate it. So there are people out there, maybe, I don't know, maybe they're just trying to justify that they spent this money. So they're like, I'm going to convince myself I like this game. But I, I feel like I should go back um it's one of those games where I completely don't think about at all. Like, when I get on my Xbox, I'm like, I'm going to play something. And there's just so many other games that I think of before that game. Like, honestly, I'd almost rather play Fallout 4 through again yeah. before I punch in time on this game. So, I don't know, with this being a 
Bethesda conference and that being what they're focused on. Uh, but they did give us a blueprint of the future for Fallout 76. So I'm sure that's going to be a big part of it. But it seems like if that's the theme, like every game they're going to show is probably going to be offer co-op campaign or multiplayer online or something like that. It seems like yeah. they really push the theme really hard. And like they'll have like, like they'll just like have a little sketch about it and then they'll show all the games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, no, we were but... talking about whether Bethesda was going to have one. So it's good to see that it's yeah. out there and now speculation can stop. Yeah. For a reputable company, right? <laughs> yeah. So, now, it, it could be a play on words, too, because BE, you know, Bethesda, BE, and then together, it could mean together we fixed Fallout 76. I don't know. <laughs> Steve, what do you think? Uh, is there anything you're really looking forward to there? I think we're going to see some surprises from them this year again, maybe some big ones. What do you think? Um, I think we're going to see a the, one of the old Fallout games remastered. You know what I'd love, though, is an Oblivion remaster. Please do that uh bring they're gonna they're gonna have to find a way to kind of bring back some of the goodwill and i think a reasonably priced remaster of any of those three things would would go some ways because they've kind of shot themselves in the foot over the last like four months you know Um, you know what this world needs though really badly from them if we could just get no if we could just get a skyrim remaster yeah (laughs) it'd be great yes just I knew you were going to make that joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, my toaster can't play it, so yeah, yeah. There's, you know, I can't, I can't play it on the in the in the car on my way to work, right? Um, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't really have anything specific because until the new Elder Scrolls game and that other game, is it, is it Star Citizen? Is that right? Starfield. I always mess Starfield. Starfield. Yep. Always mess that one up. I get it confused with the other, like, game that's been in development with. The Kickstarter one. I don't know if y'all know about that story. That's the one not, I always mess up. Not coming to mind, but yeah. Um, oh, well, look it up because it's interesting. But, okay. like, it, in the absence of those two, I, I'd just like to see some remaster. I'd love to play Oblivion again, and I'd love to play it in, in HD. Like, that's my dream um, of the Bethesda conference. But we'll see. Okay. Only time will tell. Yeah, that's right. And but anyway, we're again, edging closer every day. Yeah. But again, it's uh, Sunday, June 9th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific for Bethesda. Now, we'll wait and see. I think we'll hear at the Inside Xbox next month when Microsoft will be uh, date and time. Both of those are you know, being speculated on right now. Could be go, going back to Monday. Maybe they take PlayStation spot in Monday evening. But we'll see. Yeah, that should be coming out soon, eh? Yeah, when we get the Inside Xbox in April, I'm pretty sure they'll announce all that. Yeah. So Yeah, that'd be guess, huge to see yeah. when... When they get what time slot they get. Yep. And to see whether they're going to stay in the Microsoft Theater or go back into the convention center. We'll see. But I think they'll stay at the Microsoft Theater, actually. But anyway, that's going to do for news, everybody. Let's go into releases, and we'll start with Xbox. Now in stores. Telltale's Walking Dead, the final season, episode four, take us back on the 26th. Final Fantasy VII also on the 26th, and Windscape on the 27th. Games of Gold, Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion through the 31st, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2 through April 15th, and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance through the 31st. That's it for Xbox. Steven, what can we get on PlayStation? All right, on PlayStation, you can get MLB The Show 19 and Danganronpa Trilogy. I hope I said that right. On the 26th, and then on the 29th, you can get Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. Uh, for PS Plus games, you still have like two weeks left. To get Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered and The Witness, Graham Nintendo. So for Nintendo, as well as what Tyler said, you will get The Walking Dead, the Telltale series, the final season, episode four, titled Take Us Back. And that will be on the 26th. Also on the 26th, you can get your hands on or download the Lego Movie 2 video game. And then on the 29th, this is a pretty big uh, release for Nintendo is Yoshi's Crafted World. That will be available on the 29th of this month. And that's it. All right. Let's go into questions. Steven, what do we have? All right. Let's start with an easy one. From Bluth Banana Stan asks, Pepsi or Coke? 
I know well, we're split on this. Well, we can't be split. There's three of us. Well, it's, it's not unanimous. <laughs> That's right. So I'm going to say mine first. Okay. Coca-Cola Classic. Not that cheap, no brand, all that stuff. It's got to be Coca-Cola Classic. Grant, what about for New me? Coke? A what? New Coke. You've never seen New Coke? No, I don't know what about you're it. No. So once upon a time, Coke did like what they called New Coke. And according to my mom, it was horrifically awful. But they changed the entire recipe and everything, and people had like such a fit. That's how Coke Classic came to be. The really? Name, classic, yep. Well, it was just called more... Coca Cola before that. So, however, I'll, despite my knowledge of Coke, I am a Pepsi guy. Steven. Yeah, uh, I. you know what? Growing up, I was Coke. And but I've since changed, and I am Pepsi all the way. There's something weird about Coke that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Can't describe it. So all Pepsi. Right. Two against one. It's fine. Ha ha. Yeah. Like all I right, like I'm Coke. Sure. Coke's fine. But uh, you know, fine. I, if I have a choice, I'll take Pepsi. All right. Yes. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, gaming prof asked, "What is your all-time favorite gaming franchise?" Halo. Oh, he said, "I'm not allowed to say Kingdom Hearts," so I got to think of one. Um, <laughs> Graham, go here. So I. Well, I oh, think. sorry. I thought you. Were... <laughs> uh, mine is the Legend of Zelda. Um, Breath of the Wild was one of the greatest games. I haven't played all the other games, but the games I've played: Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Breath of the Wild. Um, other ones I've played, but those are my top ones for. Sure. So I got to stick to that franchise. All right, oh, this is I tough. Talked a lot. <laughs> All right, I can't be. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is the easy one. Um, I guess it's a tie between Halo and uh, Dark Souls, okay. or the, just just from Soft in general. But very sure. like, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go back to the thing most people want to hear about, and that's food. Uh, KCS <laughs> McDonald's, Wendy's, or Burger King. <sighs> Okay, uh, McDonald's overall, I do like Big Macs quite a bit, and I like the McChicken, and McDonald's fries are awesome. Uh, Burger King's onion rings are great, and I do like the Whopper, but McDonald's ever so slightly. Okay, so... No thoughts on Wendy's? Uh, Wendy's is fine, it's just never like... I never ever am sitting there and I'm like, you know, I really want Wendy's right now. Oh, Like, I don't I think have. those words have ever come into my head. Yeah, with me, they're more expensive for like a meal than In-N-Out, and In-N-Out is like so much better so i just refuse to go to, yeah. why would i go to wendy's when i can get in and out for the same price okay so for work silly well not i don't have to but i eat out all the time so much so basically every morning i'll have a breakfast burrito at mcdonald's with a coffee with one of their muffins so for breakfast it's mcdonald's even their uh sausage and egg mcmuffin is great uh wendy's i go there sometimes for lunch I usually feeling kind of cheap when I go to Wendy's, so I usually get like their little snack wraps or chicken wraps, uh, spicy chicken wrap. Uh, another great thing about Wendy's is is they have the baked potato. I get the baked potato with uh, sour cream and chives, which is amazing. I don't know how many other fast foods don't do it, but because uh, I just go to Wendy's don't, sometimes just to get the baked potato. Don't get uh, the chili though, Graham. You might find a finger in it. <laughs> okay. But uh, chili, I go to Tim Hortons. Uh, okay. But every little place, I got their little spot where I go. Uh, Burger King, I really haven't had Burger King too much. So I would have to say McDonald's is my number one out of that. And then Wendy's would be two. And uh, honorable mention, Burger King. <laughs> look, look at this analysis from Graham. Like, you are passionate you, you, got, you are that's impressive. i spend a lot of money on and, that and stuff the, so. and the really impressive thing graham is you're the freaking skinny one <laughs> i know <laughs> i have uh, a great metabolism yeah i you know hate you yeah but um anyway continue for, for me uh i think burger king has better breakfast than mcdonald's um so i yeah, okay. you can say that all you want. It's true. And, like, I miss McDonald's fries, but I think I would take Burger King because I do love their onion rings, and I like their just double cheeseburgers off their, like, value menu. And you can make, like, 
basically you could throw the onion rings on the double cheeseburgers for like a really cheap. So I, I think I'd take that over McDonald's and Wendy's can can die because again because I have In and Out, so I don't need any. They all three could go away and I would be fine basically. Um, but yeah, that's my choice. All right. Let's do another gaming question, I guess, because we're a gaming podcast. <laughs> uh, Sean Cusack asks, is there a point where older gaming consoles will become obsolete simply due to old age and them no longer working? Can I reasonably expect to be playing GameCube or any other older system in 50 years from now? Uh, I'll go first here. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Um, so I know there's still people that play like their NESs, right? And their SNESs or whatever. Yeah, Atari. That, yeah, they pull it out and they get a converter or something or they just find an old TV and then they they play and so yeah you could the problem is it the hardware is going to eventually fail so and i think you're more likely actually i I bet you gamecube though and and everything before then works longer than like the xbox 360 ps3 and anything going forward just because those they're going to stop being supported and they're just going to fail quicker i just i that's that's my thoughts i i would like to see more you know, of these virtual console or purple rainbow unicorn coming for the, for the three, because I think there's going to be some games that you're just never going to be able to play again. And that really sucks because there's going to yeah. be some classics that are just, you know, you're not going to be able to find a system to play it on. So yeah, I agree. And I'm with, you. I think that it, it all comes down to how long the hardware lasts for, you know, when the hardware goes bad, then you're done, but yeah. it's not like current consoles where, at some point, they're no longer going to be supported and updated. And, uh, you know, eventually those are just going to become obsolete. But the older, older ones, yeah, they're, they're as good as long as when you turn on, it works. Yep. Yeah, but I, I think there will be people that repair them. I think there will always be. Because sure. there's a market there for retro games and gaming and stuff like that. So, like, even, like old school arcade machines like people are still fixing those and maintaining those and all that stuff so i think as long as there are a passion there for those consoles mm-hmm. then they'll still be alive and all that stuff now some of the tvs you need like the older style tv for them especially if you're playing like duck hunt where you need to have like you use the gun and it uses the tv i'm not gonna get all technical and stuff like that so as long as you keep those TVs around and people keep uh, maintaining and fixing those consoles, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. How much, how much time uh, we got left? One or, one or two more. All right. Uh, let's go with this one. We have one for the... All right, all right we'll go to. The first one, Wretched Eel asks, how many SKUs will the next-gen Xbox and PlayStation each launch with? How many different SKUs will we see by the end of that generation? Predictions? So I think Xbox is going to have two. And by, by skew, it just means like different boxes, right? Different versions. Of yeah, that's thing. what. Yes. So, yeah, it's I, Xbox left two. PlayStation, I don't know. Have they ever done a multi, multi-console launch? Yes. This... Did they do it with the big boy with the PS3? Yeah. The backwards I... pat and the normal one? Okay, so you're answering the question about launching with. Yeah. Okay, then, yeah. All right. I was going to say, PlayStation 4 has multiple SKUs. No, right, no. But not at launch. launch. Like, launch, right. they just had the box. But well, PlayStation 3 had multiples, right? I don't think so. I could be wrong on that, though. Xbox did, though. Xbox had, like, different hard drives in, the, in their launch models. So one was, like, I don't know, 400 or 300. I think one was maybe 300, one was 400, something like yeah. that. But I guess having different hard drive sizes, that would be a different console. Wait, which which generation are you talking about, Tyler? The 360. I don't think they went that high, dude. The first one was like 20. 20 gigs. And then... No, 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 no. Uh, dollars. One was 300, one was 400. Dollars. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. No, yeah. The, the base one was like 20 or something. And yeah, it was... No. But digital games weren't a thing yet. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, I, I Xbox has already kind of confirmed it. I think that they're going to yes. launch with multiple SKUs. PlayStation, I could see it. I could see it. I do think we'll see multiple SKUs by the end, um, and not necessarily oh, just based end, on yes, hard sure. drives or just different like versions of. The, I think we're going to see like legit different consoles. I don't think counting the hard drives as different SKUs like counts. Mm. I mean, you you can 
It does because it probably is a different SKU, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't no, count him. Okay, right. Like I just mean based on the power of the actual everything but the hard sure. drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I, I mean, can't it, it was a hundred dollar difference though, so it was kind of a big deal, right? And uh-huh. but now you're right; it'll be actual power of console. It's gonna be the difference. Yep. Mm. All right. Last question. Uh, Boss man booth asks, "Would you rather eat the same meal for the rest of your life?" <laughs> Or never repeat a meal for the rest of your life. Graham? Okay, so that's a tough question, but I thought long and hard on it, and I would like to have a different meal every time because I've tried some things, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. But the sad thing would be, I'd be like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm never going to have it, and I'm never, ever going to enjoy this again. So... Mm -hmm. But there's so many other great foods out there. I could not limit myself to just one thing over and over and over. Um, I'm almost lived that lifestyle now for breakfast. So um, it's always nice to have something different for sure. That would be my, my choice. Steven? Yeah, I'm going to jump in before Tyler cause, so he can't cheat because I'm going to set ground rules. Uh, when we say no. eat the same meal, we don't mean we pull like 20 different menu items from different fast food places or whatever and then be like, oh, that's one meal. No. Doesn't Those parameters count. were not established. Uh, I am establishing them. You tried to cheat the other week with your uh, what what game would you have to play for the rest of your life? Yeah, that yeah. was last week. You cheated on that one. You're Master not Chief cheating collection. on this one. Um, I could have just I, said Game Pass. <laughs> that would have cheated even more. <laughs> yeah, uh, eating the same meal, like assuming we're not doing where, you know, I get a double-double from In-N-Out and a steak from, you know, no. Texas Roadhouse. And, yeah, I that I agree, Graham. So I think I'd never repeat a meal because, well, and then you can make the argument, well, what does that mean? Because, like, if I add salt, you know, one tablespoon of salt to it and then make the same recipe with No, no, you're doing it. No. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, <laughs> these are these are tough. If... Because you can make variations of the same thing. Like, how many different ways can you make spaghetti, right? You, you could change the noodles and it would be different. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I guess if we're cheating, I'd eat the same meal because I would do the everything. If we're not cheating, yeah. Um, I don't know. Never repeat a meal. So, going strictly by the question as asked. Gosh. Yes, I would have a meal every day of like, you know, that has like 15 different things on it that I really love. And I would just pick at them every day to make you know, whatever I liked. <laughs> um, now, if you're going to enforce these rules on me, then I might have to go the other route. That really sucks. I agree, because that would mean no in and out ever again. Nope. Well, I am. Well, you could have double double one day and then like a, a three by three another day and four by four. And then do them all animal style. You yeah. know. So you get some repeat out of it. You guys it. are ridiculous. It's almost like, you know, you could use math to figure out how many different meal combinations could you make from in Okay, so. No, Graham, you're calling us ridiculous. You just broke down fast food menus at McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. <laughs> so between potatoes and eggs, you could have so many different types of meals. Yep. So kudos to eggs and potatoes. Correct. And pasta, because that's yes. that too. All right. All right, that's... Uh, Graham, did, did you get in everything you wanted to say on this? Uh, I think so. Okay. All right, uh, that's going to do for questions, everybody. Let's uh, wrap up and get out of here. Uh, just a quick reminder, we love to have you join our community. We have uh, Facebook, fa- the Gaming Hub forums on Facebook, Twitch, TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch, and if you want to help support the show... You can sub to us on Twitch or go to Patreon, patreon.com slash gaming hub. For as little as $2 a month, you get exclusive content. For as little as 5 a month, you're entered into monthly giveaway just for patrons for $60 in gift cards to the console of your choice. And Steven, we have to give one away here. Who's our winner? Our winner, thank you, Grant Pfeiffer. Uh, you are the lucky yeah. winner, and we will contact you as, as per our rules for patron giveaways. Yeah. So, Grant, thank you so much for your support. Uh, so appreciated, more than you know. And, yeah, we'll reach out to you to see which console you want. Yeah. And real quick before we go, mm-hmm. I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, to the Happy Hob on Twitch. He uh, he beat all the Dark Souls games and Demon Souls and Bloodborne without getting hit in a row. He did not take a single hit of health 
and, and he played all five games. Yeah, without taking any damage from any enemy. And he did it. It took 18 hours. Um, I know he was trying. I've been watching him go. So that's pretty awesome. And yeah, check him out if you're interested in, in that. Because it was really cool to see. I, I saw bits and pieces of when he did just the Dark Souls trilogy a couple of months ago. Or it was about a year ago, actually. So yeah. Get yeah. that in. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, that's going to do it for episode 152. And we'll be back next week with 153. But until then, for Grand Steven, I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in a week. Until then, have a great week. Stay safe and play some great games. We will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Take care, everyone. Bye.